and we are live with Musicians and Makers Podcast, dedicated to serving artists, musicians across a broad spectrum of genres and mediums. Today, I'm here with the one, the only, the Josh Marcy. (laughs) 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 And together, uh, we actually, we form a super band. Uh, We're called AS and the 220s. Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> One of those super bands that's never practiced or had a show or <laughs> They're a household name. That's all that matters. <laughs> so a little backstory about Josh Marcy and I. Um, Josh Marcy and I, uh, we've had we've got some friends in common. We, we both are from Providence area uh, playing a whole bunch of bands. Uh, we worked together, too, at AS220 for a while. And um, yeah, so I think we could pretty much do like a probably like a 12 series documentary right now. <laughs> on I, don't know wants, I don't know that anybody wants to watch that a 12 part series about me, but oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, they do. They definitely do. Um, but, <laughs> so, so let's get into it. Um, so Josh, what are you doing right now uh, for art? Uh, right now for art, um, I'm working on a couple of new bands. That's kind of going a little slow though. I'm doing, um, a project called Flat Earth Society with my <laughs> friend of mine. And, um, the joke is basically to just trick flat earthers into thinking we're an actual flat earth band. And then eventually the goal being like playing at a flat earth event and getting, and getting finances from flat earth people. So it's to exploit idiots. <laughs> and um, other than that, my old band, David Carradine, is going to be working on some new shit. And I was in that band for like uh, like 11 years or something like that. So we haven't done anything in three years. And we just got all the original people back. So we'll see what happens with that. That's cool. Um, that flat earth thing sounds like it could be like fucking off the rails. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm seeing like a Blair Witch Project type like experience where like the website <laughs> goes up and shit and like get a bunch of followers. I think you should just go full force. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard. Like, the it's just me and one other kid. Like, I'm playing bass and he's playing drums and Andy's playing keyboard at the same time and singing. <laughs> So like, yeah, but he's, you know, he's got like a kid and she, you know, he's got kids and he actually works and I don't. <laughs> so <laughs> you'd think I would get like more shit done during the COVID thing. And like, I haven't, I don't know, I haven't been doing dicks like in comparison <laughs> to the output I used to have. Like laziness is just kind of exploded through the roof right now. So <laughs> what kind yeah. of music is that going to be? um it's like noise rock and punk okay. kind of combo yeah a lot of honestly a lot of the recording is going to just be like improvs and then we just go back and add like really serious conspiracy theory lyrics <laughs> even though <we're laughs> really, so. i feel like this kind of ties into your podcast too you do a lot yeah with- yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Our, well, I'm gonna get high while we talk about this. But, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the other, the, that's my other thing going on is the podcast, uh, Absurd and Report podcast. I'm one of the co-hosts, me and my friend Derek and uh, my friend Nicole do that shit. So that's been going really well. That's the thing, like the that my productivity has gone up a lot on because I think we already put out like four new episodes in the last month or nice. month and a half. As you know, in comparison, last year we only had like twelve, like less than twelve episodes for the entire year. So we're already shitting out like triple the amount of stuff we used to. There's two new ones coming out this week, actually. So wow, uh, <laughs> what are those episodes going to be on? Um, one of them, one of them is a um, interview with Nick Sadler from Daughters. 
Fuck yeah. um, who, you know, you know as well from working at ASU 20. Mm-hmm. And um, the other one is an interview with a couple of people that made that uh, horror movie Death Drop Gorgeous. The, oh, uh, which, yeah. yeah, which I was also an extra in that movie. So it, it's pretty funny just seeing me drunk at a bar <laughs> being in a movie for those <laughs> So. Uh, we just but. did an episode with Anxious Wave last week, and um, they they've got some connections to Death Drop too. So yeah, we spent some time. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about yeah. Yeah, that's uh, so, pretty sick. Yeah. So uh, and they were talking to us about uh, working on some other movies that should be coming out. I guess they fucking wrote two other movies already what? <laughs> during COVID. Yeah. So uh, they talk about it on the new episode. It should be out probably tomorrow. I would guess. Sick. So what about you guys? How's, uh, how's quarantine been treating you? <laughs> well, I got fucking bird mites. Um, you got what? I got bird mites. How the fuck did so, you get that? <laughs> so I, I, I was living in this loft where I know, you know, um, yeah. so I'm in this loft and there's a beam that sticks out of my window and <laughs> from this beam, some pigeons decided to, uh, to start their little family. And um, apparently when pigeons have little little babies, sometimes they attract small mites. And um, usually those mites will just kind of live on the birds and suck their blood. But sometimes if they, you know, could get a sense of carbon dioxide readings close by, they'll also make their way there. So my bed was directly underneath the beam. And so now, they're sucking, now they're sucking your blood is what you're saying. So, yeah. So like one day we wake up and we're like, I think our dog has fleas. And um, the next day there's like a hundred of them. And the next day there's like a thousand of them. And um, we went through like some fucking legal bullshit for like two, three months with uh, our landlords to get us out of there. Cause we were like sending them videos and like, we're like, dude, we need to get this taken care of. And they're like, can you, can you tell us, are they visible to the human eye? We're like, did you look at the fucking image? we sent? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's that is, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like freezing samples and stuff. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we so were like freezing samples. Oh yeah, I had samples of bird mites in my freezer Jesus at all times. Well, Dated that's, labels. That sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, but the good that came out of that was I ended up like moving out, and now I'm like renting a house, and like I have like a fucking backyard, and I have fires, and just chill. So that's nice. That's cool. Um, but yeah, bird mites are fucking traumatizing. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much been the gist of my life. The good wow. news is I'd have to pay rent for a couple months because of it. So I, I kind of like caked up a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, Steve, what have you been doing? Just going to work, you know, Monday through Friday, working for the man and then yeah. just hanging out at home with the kids. That's basically been it since, uh, you know, this whole COVID outbreak came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to help everyone's productivity too much. That's <laughs> no, 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 no productivity, no. depression. I don't know, man. That all that shit. I feel like I went through like phases where like I'm like like sober and getting shit done, and like every day I've got like a schedule, and then like I just spend like three weeks getting drunk. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it's that sounds about right. I haven't worked yeah. in fucking a half a year now, and yeah. like. Uh, you can't, you know, I'm used to touring all the time and shit and like just playing shows or going to shows and I haven't been to a show in, uh, since March, right? Yeah. Is that when that happened? <laughs> yep. I think the last show I went to see was Sanguasugu Bog at ASC 20 and then that was it. So that was at, at least six, like six and a half months ago. So I'm not used to that. I'm used to like 
four shows a week, five shows yeah. a week almost. You know? So I was like, oh yeah, that's that's my entire social life. <laughs> <laughs> you you did like quite a bit of touring too with some of your bands. Uh can you give me like a rundown to some of like some good tours you did? Um let's see, good tours I did uh with David Carradine, we did the whole West Coast and Southwest all in one shot. So that was fucking <laughs> awesome. It was hard. That was like really grueling though. The Southwest is fucking I'll Nothing. say it, it sucks. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nothing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like 10, 11 hours a day drive, but the uh, first like two thirds of the trip was sick. And then, um, anytime I've been up to Canada, which is, I think we toured through there like four times or something like that. So that's always been fun. Um, and then, uh, worst days, my old band I played bass for, um, we went to Europe like back in 2017. Mm-hmm. So that's easily, that's my favorite one, the European one. And also the one where I probably slept the least and almost killed myself with alcohol. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you played some good fests on the, the European tour, right? Yeah. We played um, Fluff Fest, <clears throat> sorry, in uh, Czech Republic, and then played um, Sick As We Are Fest in Croatia. Mm. And I, I think it was just the two. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's the two that I know about. Um, I remember the, the Croatia one, that was kind of gnarly. Like the, the, there was like water or something like pretty close to where you guys camped out. And they pretty much like said, like you go over that line and like, you might not be safe. Oh yeah. It was, um, it's the border of Bosnia and Croatia. So they were just like, yeah, don't They're like some guy will shoot you in the face. If you, <laughs> <laughs> you swim past the middle and they pointed the guy, there was a guy in the woods with like a, you know, full army gear with an assault rifle or whatever. So I'm like, yeah. I'll sweat. That's gnarly. <laughs> yeah. And like uh after the fest there was there was like a fucking rave or some shit at three in the morning. And <laughs> I looked in this this boat with a, like just a giant gun on the front of it. <laughs> so I guess that's a Bosnian gunboat, but I'm like, all right, this is like a fucking large mounted submachine gun kind of thing on the front. So yeah, pretty gnarly. It was <laughs> pretty rock and roll. <laughs> I, I had a great time, though. I mean, it was one of the funnest times I had, like playing a show probably ever. So, and at the time was <clears throat> was probably the biggest crowd I'd ever played to at the time. So, mm. I don't know. It was sick. What were the headliners on that? Dude, I don't even fucking know. It was all <laughs> it's all Croatian names, and I, I got like drunker than I've ever been in my entire life. So, <laughs> um, the only one I really remember, we were one of the headliners actually, which was fucking weird because we didn't know that until we got there. So, then uh, this band Pain that we were playing with, it's spelled P I J N, like if somebody spelled pigeon incorrectly. Okay. That's, uh, yeah, this, yeah, this English band. Um, fuck pigeons, well, fuck bird Yeah, lights. and other than that, yeah. I can't remember. I got so, that band, Peen, got me so fucking wasted that I don't remember any of the other band's names. <laughs> <laughs> They're all different. Every single band's name was like in a different language. Like, not just Croatian, just like all over Europe, you know? So I was like, ah, I'm not going to remember any of this. So if you want to look it up, the 2017 lineup of uh, Sick as BR Fest. Cool. <laughs> yeah, Worst Days did some pretty cool shit. Uh, you guys even, you got the chance to record at um, the Converse Studios, right? Rubber yeah. Tracks? Yeah, we did one of those. Um, that was pretty awesome, actually. You just show up, you use a bunch of insanely expensive gear, and then they're like, here's some free shoes, and that's 
That's yeah. about it. <laughs> That's, I so. forgot you guys got free shoes. You guys are all rocking shoes for a minute. Uh, yeah. yeah, I tried to get them to give me like a, the magic tracksuit with the shoes. They're like, "Fuck you! You don't get a tracksuit." Yeah, I mean, I used like probably ten grand worth of equipment from them just to do the recording. So they gave they give you this list. It's like a big ass list of just. I don't know, pretty much all 70s and 80s gear. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, just give me all of this Ampeg shit from like the early 80s. So they give me this fucking tube stack that they had to put in another room because it was like bigger. It was like as big as two of us put together. Uh. You know, it was like fucking eight feet tall and shit. And uh, yeah, it was that loud. They're like, we won't, nothing else will pick up if we just, if this is in the same room as you. So. Yeah, and then I, I used some Fender bass from like 1971. I don't even remember what kind it was. I was just like, let me pick all the most expensive shit, yeah. <laughs> and then abuse and then abuse the living crap out of it for nine hours. So that was that's basically the deal. <laughs> like uh, dude, our, that definitely came out great, though. I feel like all those recordings sounded awesome. We got a lot of weird handouts with that band because, like, we got that for free, and then um, the Kurt from Converge did that five inch for us. Which uh, I don't even remember the name of it. That's how shitty of a that's how shitty of a band. <laughs> <laughs> I just used to crack on you guys because you had a um, separation anxiety was one of the releases. Which to me, separation anxiety is like Spider Man and Venom. Yeah, you know, I just think okay, about yeah, like totally. yeah, it's a great, it's a great comic book series. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I used to play the Sega Genesis game and shit. Yeah, so, that's right. Sega game. I think it was a Super Nintendo game of it as well. <laughs> yeah, that yep, well, makes yeah. sense. Well, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't based on that, but I, that, I feel like we should have ripped it off for a t-shirt, but we didn't, so. Oh, shit, yeah. Fail on our part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so aside from Worst Days, uh, you also, you run a record distro, um, record label. Uh, so what is up with Riotous Outburst? Um, working on a couple of tapes for people right now, like... Um, more hip hop kind of stuff than I usually do, which I do hip hop sometimes on the, on the label, but usually I put out like grind and punk and hardcore like a little more often. Yeah, I don't want to reveal them yet because we're still like working out the details, but there's at least two new Providence hip hop albums coming out on the nice. label right now. The last few things were like all pretty much all grind. I did, besides, um, you know, I did the worst days, uh, our unreleased album. I put that out on a tape. Um, probably three months ago, um, I put out a tape for that band of Gathicles from Belgium, and I did a seven inch for Street Feet, which is a grind band out of Binghamton, New York, and this other band Toad from uh, Toronto. So that's that's pretty much the last year worth the shit I did, and now I'm gonna put out. I'm gonna try to put out like three or four different rap albums for people from Providence area. And then probably switch back to grind for a little bit. So cool. Just yeah. And I'm not really pressing records right now just because I can like do the fucking tapes at my house and the turnaround time is nothing for the most part. It's as fast as I can do them. That's the turnaround time. As opposed to a record, I've I don't know, the last couple of records I tried to press, I had to wait fucking uh, like anywhere from three months to a year <laughs> to get copies of. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really want to drop fucking money to put out vinyl right now and then just have to sit on that money being gone for like an entire year yeah exactly it's just it, it's not as worth it to me if i could just shit the tapes out of my house and 
sell immediately, you know? Yeah. I have to ask, what are your uh, top three favorite releases that your labels put out? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's got these like top lists that he's been doing. And yeah. um, they've like been putting me on my feet. The tough one is I don't pick a lot of favorites with albums, but if I had to pick, you said three, right? Um, one of them is the Ed Hockley Amaget split seven inch, which that's like a, I don't even remember what number release that is. I think it's like probably the 20th thing I put out. Uh, we're on 69 releases right now. Nice. Yeah, you should stay there for a little bit. Like, nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it should be like the reverse um, release or something, like the the tapes on the outside, like uh, something. I don't know. I'm trying to make what? a 69 joke. It's now. It's go on. You're trying to make <laughs> yeah, it's cool yeah, 69 jokes that I'm trying to do. Right. Fucking curve. <laughs> 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 so uh, okay, so the Ed Hockley and I'm getting split. Um, and let's see uh this really early one i put out called um it's a band called obsessive compulsive from uh i want to say either indonesia or malaysia my memory is fucking crap this is like 12 years ago but it's a split with another band called shaolin finger jab it's like a power violence like skate thrash kind of band from california and nobody remembers either of those bands <laughs> at all i'm pretty sure and then um, another, let me think, let me think for a third one. For a third one, I'm going to say I did a split between these two bands that are like straight edge bands from Siberia. And I can't understand any of their fucking lyrics at all besides the random straight edge chance they'll throw in there once in a while. But it's a eyewitness, which is spelled just the letter I, the witness. And then the other band is called uh, Empty Conversations. So those are probably my three favorites. Oddly enough, are kind of all older shit <laughs> that I put out. So those are all in the first probably twenty releases that I put out. So cool. yeah. yeah, you've been doing that for like quite a while now. How many years has it been? Uh, twenty-one years or oh, something like that. Crap. Yeah, I started as like a distro originally, just like a tape distro when I was a little kid, and I just like uh, just trade with people all over the fucking planet for the most part, like. It's not like now where you can just like order tapes from whoever's the hell. Like the internet this is how old I am. Is <laughs> that the internet was like <laughs> fucking garbage, you know? Like all you could find it's like occasionally you'd find one guy that had like a list of, you know, hundreds of tapes with blue light covers or whatever. And then, you know, you could still go buy blank tapes at the fucking like CVS. So you just email some random and he's like, Oh, send cash to this and I'll send you your tapes. And you're like I might see these tapes. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. My mom caught me doing that, like mailing fucking like money to like people in other countries for tapes. And she's like, you're never going to see any of those tapes. And I fucking got all of them. So. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then I would just bootleg a mad nauseum, you know, like I just fucking, if somebody wanted one, I'd be like, all right, well, you know, give me three bucks. I have a pile of blanks. Like, here you go. Here's a cover. Just keep a fucking stack of photocopies and shit. And then I pretty much turned it into like a regular distro in like my twenties. So for a while, I was just selling bootleg tapes and patches just for like years. I only put out back then. I would put out something like barely ever. Like I think I put out like three albums in like five years. (laughs) 
on the label. So a little different now. <laughs> I mean, you're still lugging around like millions of vinyls and shit to like every show that I've seen you at. Oh, it's a pain yeah, in the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I helped you move them once when you moved or oh, maybe we were going somewhere. Horrifying. That's yeah. never my advice to anyone is never collect records. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worst possible advice for a person that runs a record label, but holy shit, dude. Like it's I just have like a hoarder scenario going on. It's <laughs> fucked up. Whole whole wall in my room is totally covered. And then my distro is like I don't know, just the whole back area behind the couch is just my distro, just piled in boxes. So <laughs> there's not, yeah, if it keeps getting bigger, I'd probably gonna have to move into a different house just because of like, there's nowhere, there's nowhere for it to go. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. Marcy's going to be at Hoarders in about five years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh will be there helping you, don't worry. Yeah. Oh, hell no. No, that was my last time. <laughs> Especially yeah. because like, we also had to split all the piles. So like he's got it like he knows where that next pile goes and shit. And I just remember that just being pretty real and to have to do that all the time. That's awful. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for what it's worth, though, that that does speak to something, right? If you're doing this at every single show, you care about it. You know what I mean? There's some passion there. So, yeah, I'm just I'm making fun of myself more than anything. I I enjoy records quite a bit i bought like four of them this week so <laughs> it's not anything i've it's not anything i've stopped doing let's put it that way right <laughs> uh let's see so so dave Car- david carradine right david carradine yep yeah so maybe tell us a little bit more about that i know you have like cross arm calculator too there's like there's so many projects we could just talk about and like yeah, cross arm calculator. I haven't done in we haven't done that in years at this point. Um, I jammed with that kid. That's a band I played drums for for a minute. Um, we jammed like a few weeks ago just to hang out and jam. But I don't, I don't know that I would call it cross arm calculator necessarily. You know, yeah. uh, David Carradine. Some fucking. This is how we. <laughs> this is how we decided we're gonna like write new music. It's just some fucking Facebook memory popped up of us drunk in like a fucking cornfield in Illinois like 11 years ago. <laughs> and I was like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we made a new demo like underneath it? And everyone's like, yeah, well, if we can do that. <laughs> that was the end of it. I was like, wow, I was mainly fucking around, but yeah, like shit some music out and I'll write whatever to it, you know? Uh, so, you still, uh, you still doing Just Flesh? We haven't practiced in, uh, I don't even know, fucking seven months eight months i don't i haven't practiced with any of my bands right now it's weird so i'm just trying to like get back to doing something that's why i started doing that flat earth society band <laughs> just to, just to have somebody to practice with I'm you know? on that. i think like i wish it was like super synthy and electronic where it's just like one word every once in a while you're like space flat you know like just it's probably gonna be something like that in all honesty yeah. that's not it's not that far-fetched from what's probably gonna go on Based yeah. on the three band practices we've had so far, I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Like, are you going to do any real research to get people to, like believe you? You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's Jamie's doing it. My drummer's doing it. I'm like, I'm just playing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I feel like I've done enough research. Like, I just fucking sit on. So I'm not working. I'm like in the middle of the night. I just sit on YouTube and watch all the dumb shit conspiracy theory crap that I could possibly watch. <laughs> It's the funniest thing you can watch. Like, there's just a bunch of nuts <laughs> free reign on the internet. <laughs> yeah. 
Is that kind of where the idea for like your podcast came along? You just this is what I do. I just get stoned and just watch it fucking yeah. yeah. It's definitely it's definitely on a huge basis for for that. It's uh, I mean it's about fucking horror movies and bands and um, occult stuff and UFO stuff and anything weird that we can think of to do an episode on. I'm just gonna do it. So. I just did. Uh, we just did an episode about alien abdu- uh, an alien abduction case, like two weeks ago, and I did like fifty fucking hours of research <laughs> on, <laughs> yeah. on one UFO abduction case. And like halfway through, I was like, "What the fuck am I doing, dude?" I'm reading like a five, <laughs> reading like a five hundred page book and watching like fucking twenty five hours of documentaries on like a really little known case. And I was like. I'm like, man, how do I get one of those TV shows where I just do this dumb shit for yeah. like, you know, like I go investigate it for and get paid to do it by the History Channel for like ancient aliens. <laughs> I feel like it can't be that hard. Those There's like a couple of those guys who like have some legit like background and might have went to like a college. And then I just feel like some of them, I don't know, you were in touch with one of them for a while. Right. right. Um, I Well, I was trying to get the guy from... That directed the Bridgewater Triangle documentary. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah that's what it was. I'm on our show. But I haven't talked to him in a minute. I've talked to him a couple of times. And then one, one of those guys on Ancient Aliens is the singer for that fucking street punk band, uh, Who Killed Spiky Jacket, out of Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've trolled numerous times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't piece it together for the longest time that it was the same dude. And I'm like, oh, all right, well, here's you in a suit with the... Um, the frizzy haired guy from <laughs> 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 and then I was like and now and, oh and here's you covered in spikes with a gas mask on a bunch of bad punk songs so yeah it's like some old dude that comes in AS220 who apparently is like a professor and he just like sits there and reads a book and like he did like a 12 minute spot on Netflix about like I forget like some stupid topic like dream state or something like that uh, I was just like chilling on the couch and I just like heard his voice and looked up and like fucking Stuart's on the TV, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's there. You can do it. Especially with the yeah, podcast yeah. now. That's that's clout. Yeah. I want to I, we're like MUFON members now, which I don't know if you know anything about MUFON, but it's fucking hilarious. Like it's like a um like a UFO investigation website that like you can become a member of. I don't know if like our Derek from our podcast paid for us to be on it or whatever. I know I didn't pay anything for it, but like the fucking videos are great. Like they're either fake as hell or they're really realistic. And it's like in the hood and there's someone just screaming obscenities over it the entire time. Which which to me like lends, uh, (laughs) lends a layer of authenticity. You know what I mean? Like if, if I'm watching like a fucking UFO video and someone is just fucking cursing their face off the entire time. (laughs) I'm like, that's that's how people are going to react when they see a UFO. That's how you know it's not fake. (laughs) Yeah, no, I became a Dudas priest online. That was... What the fuck did you say? Yeah, so... I know what that means. Well, the big Lebowski, right? Yeah. Right? Um, His whole thing is like, he just, he's chill, he's whatever man, drinks some Kahlua, smokes some weed. Uh, they made a religion after that. Um, so if you go on their website, 
you can for free you can become a uh a, a priest of the church of latter-day dudes yeah which makes yeah. me a dudist priest i was gonna say it's called the dudist priest yeah yeah no, so <laughs> just <laughs> if, if you want to add some repertoire there uh, oh my god i'm now a justice of the peace because of it so i can you're legal wait you're legally a justice to the peace oh yeah yeah they um on the site it pretty much says like if you ever want to use that power to yeah. send them an, an email pay the 10 bucks to have them like <laughs> ship some proof and uh bada boom so yeah I, I spent like a good year bartending where like i would just go up to people and just like pretend to marry them yeah. you know like drop off the salt like, and pepper and i'm like by the power actually, yeah, yeah exactly bam priesthood yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people pay an undeserved alimony because of you and your fucking stupid magic core powers yeah, right oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man we are not talking about art um <laughs> why do you make it huh <laughs> Why I don't fucking know. I'm, it's kind of like the only thing I know how to do at this point. Like I just that's I've been doing it nonstop since I was like ten, and then doing music since I was like fifteen. I'm thirty. I'm thirty six now, so I'm just like uh, my entire adult life has been playing shows and putting out albums. You know, so I so I don't know. I kind of everything else kind of just bores the sh- the shit out of me. That's it. <laughs> I feel like that's the simplest explanation is everything else just kind of bores the fuck out of me. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. I, yeah. I, I feel like pretty much any job I've ever seen you have is just more like I'm doing this because money is a fucking thing yeah. and then I'm going to make some music. So <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, you get to a point you quit too many jobs. because <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You go on tour a lot, and people are like, oh, it's the guy that quits jobs. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Makes it much harder when you're uh, not touring to get any kind of steady work. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, let's talk about jobs. Um, so you worked at the Firehouse 13 for a while when that was still a thing. Uh, for those listening, Firehouse 13 was a, a music venue in Providence that was out of an old firehouse. Uh, what was that like? Um, that was pretty sick, actually. I was there for like three and a half years. I want to say, yeah, I think three and a half years. And, uh, and then at one point I was like renting practice space upstairs and shit too. So I was just kind of on the premises, uh, fairly often, like probably more so than anyone else at one point. And then, well, yeah, you had practice space there too, right? Were you in the same? Yeah. We shared a space. Yeah. Um, which that in itself is a whole experience. Uh, I mean like the second floor used to be like, uh, like a, a sex workers like i don't know it was like a oh dude it was horrible it was <laughs> <laughs> not that anything like illegal was going on but it was just horrible because it was like gross like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's like um oh, like above the stage there's just like this uh, and if you're on the second floor i guess it's it's the floor there's like a glass area so you could see down onto the stage yeah which like yeah I, I've heard quite a few stories from when that place was still doing the sex. That you know, there was some weird shit going on. Like, oh on yeah, dude, yeah. Because I worked, I had a lot of jobs there. Like, I did, um, and I one of them would be stagehand. So I'd be like next to the stage, and you, dude, you would see people's balls and vaginas get pressed against that fucking thing. <laughs> Somebody's balls, whatever. And it would the funniest part would be like when a band that was playing would notice it. 
because you'd see like whoever's singing and just be like, what? what? Like, yeah. like, <laughs> just like, fucking like follow the dotted line from his eye to just like some of these fucking generals pressed against the ceiling. Pressed against a window in the ceiling. So, yeah, that was never, I wouldn't say it was a plus having that there. <laughs> I just remember moving into the practice space and there was like still like a sign up on the wall about like where to dispose your condoms. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah. 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 I was like, man, you guys could have like cleaned this shit up a little bit better before you fucking let us move our gear into here. Like they just threw all that furniture out that was in there. That one room had like that weird like body thing. I don't know, it was like a weird like body looking cast. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. It looked like know, Woody, almost. I don't know. It was. It's like boobs and a stomach, but it was just like hanging on the wall. Dude, I, I'm not even gonna go into how. Like, the, I only been up there like once during like an active <laughs> night, and it was fucking. I don't know. I was like, well, this, this doesn't make me horny. <laughs> I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, they had like a really gross buffet and shit going on too. I was like, oh, dude. I'm like, this is just that fucking Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode. Oh, like, no. Yeah. Uh, cocktail. Dude, they had, they had, they were eating taco pie at the fucking buffet. What the hell is a taco the, pie? It's disgusting that's what it is fucking shit yeah exactly it's like white people pretending to make mexican food and just also it's called taco pie so there's a lot of just there's a lot of fucking word correlations flying around really disgusting so Um, uh, i remember like being in that space once and um like what marilyn manson's guitarist or something was playing downstairs that night yeah, I wasn't there. I wasn't at work that night, but you guys texted me and I texted um, our friend Matt and I was like, I was like, is it this guy that throws the baby fit in this YouTube video? Because oh, it's like, a, get, like punch in the nuts or something. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like a video of like Marilyn Manson, like kicking him in the dick while with like platform shoes on. He like throws his guitar off and has a fucking giant baby fit. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Oh my god! Yeah, we get there in like the green room. Like you have to walk through the green room to get to your practice space, and he's in there. And we just we just walk by. We're like, "What's up?" You know, no big deal. Go upstairs, and like whoever was working that night came up like pretty shortly after. It was like, "Hey, you got like this many more minutes, and then uh, you know, Marilyn Manson's uh, boy needs you to quit." You know, so we were pissed because we paid his to call him Marilyn Manson's. Boy, is that no, what you call I, him? I'm just I'm just trying to <laughs> rag on him a little bit. I don't know really what to call him to insult him. I'm like, man, but, is that the name of his act? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, I, like his thing was he didn't want like us to walk through the green room. So we're like, well, there's a fire escape out the side, and it's like steps, you know, like it's not like yes. I can like crawl out a window. So we're like, it's fine, we can go out that way, and you know, they said that's fine. They came up like ten minutes later, and they're like, it's not gonna fly. He needs you to stop. So we were like, that's cool. We'll be down in five minutes. And we just yeah. like cranked all the amps and just, I think we like screamed like, fuck you with the floor for like a good <laughs> 10 minutes, you know, and just like walked by and we're like, have a nice night, you know, like. How but, much of a sound check does that guy really need? Like, dude, who knows? I feel like it's all electronic anyways. Like, so none, literally none of us saw his set then, basically. Oh, so hell no. No, I was out. So none of us even know what the fuck he plays or anything, but especially if it's all electronic, like. There's no reason for that. Your sound check should be like three minutes, maybe yeah, tops. Yeah, plug in. Is everything working? Okay, you're good. 
Yeah. Oh, sound <laughs> comes out of your keyboard. Neat. All right. There you go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much like I'm not in Marilyn Manson's band right now. This is my time to shine. Uh, I'm going to tell these little punks to shut up so no one can hear them outside. Yeah. That but, fucking firehouse on a Tuesday night with like probably 12 people there or some yeah, bullshit. It, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which, dude, that was such a cool time though. I'm sure you have a lot of crazy stories about working at firehouse. Oh yeah, totally. Like I got to meet a lot of fucking, a lot of people from just like bands. I was just, I was a little kid and worked for them directly. Fucking got to work for like, multiple people from the show trailer park boys um yeah that's right yeah so and then got to work for dave from slayer that was fucking awesome yeah um which that's one of my that's probably my favorite moment of working there is getting to watch uh dave lombardo from slayer just like (laughs) just rip like a 10 minute drum solo while it's just me and one other person in the room and i'm like this is fucking insane yeah that's that doesn't happen no, never seen Slayer before, but I've got to see that. So that's fucking cool. Yeah. I saw Slayer in Tennessee. Uh, I went to Bonnaroo one year and I I, I was doing some drugs. And uh, <laughs> I, like I Bonnaroo? Pretty, never, yeah, yeah. No, what? It doesn't happen in Bonnaroo. <laughs> but so I was in like, I had, a, there was there was a time in my life when I wore a Wilford the Dog costume a little too often. Yeah. And, um, so I've I seen was, pictures. I've yeah, seen the photos. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a thing that happens. Um, so here I am in my fucking dog costume, I think on acid and I got like two beers in my hand and I'm standing like in the front row waiting for Slayer to start. And this like big corn fed bald dude with like crazy boots on. And I say corn fed because you can tell down there. Half big. Yeah. Yeah. Large pile of corn in his back pocket. Yeah. No, but like he just looks at me and he goes like, you're on drugs. And I'm just like, yup. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Yes. Um, so he just like looks, he grabs his beer. He goes, when the show starts and he like chugs it, throws it on the ground, crushes it. And he goes, you. And I'm just like, all right, this guy's going to kill me. So, <laughs> so Slayer starts. I, I like chug one of my beers. I pour the other one on my head. I just like kick him in the back and I just ran. Like as fast as I could. <laughs> and like the first thing I like bumped into was like a big circle pit with like some kid with like a duck floaty that you wear in like a pool around his yeah. like waist, just getting like spun around the circle. Yeah, no, Slayer was great though. It was it was a really cool show. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, Bonnaroo, that's weird. I don't know if, if I'd ever do that again. That was too That's weird bit. that's weird Slayer was playing in Bonnaroo. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of like "Why are you here?" type bands at that thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but Trailer Park Boys—that's pretty crazy too. Um, that was that was what Ricky Leahy is that? What that was the duo? Uh, no, Ricky went. Ricky didn't come through. It was uh, Randy and Leahy. Randy, you're just kidding. Yeah, yeah it was Randy and Leahy, and then Leahy died like a year. I want to say the year after yeah. or something like that. So got to work for him uh, for both of them for like a pretty much a whole day. That was fucking cool. They just, uh, just really nice dudes smoked a lot of hash, mm-hmm. not very much like their actual characters on the TV show, like at all. So that was like neat to see that John Dunsworth was like a really good ass actor, <laughs> even though, you know, on, on the show, he's just like the drunkest piece of shit imaginable. The dude wouldn't 
Basically, I got to drink all his drinks, which was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a crack. I was like, yeah, drink this lady. And he goes, like, just give it to me. I'm like, sick. So, yeah. I don't know. I got, I got wasted while I was at work. It was fun. And then Caveman Sam, we had him come through before, too. Oh, and yes. That guy basically is his character for the TV show. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly the same. He's fucking kind of a gross bastard. It's pretty funny, though. <laughs> And he gave me a, I'll, I'll say it, he gave me a bunch of drugs before he left, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I feel like that show went super downhill. Uh, did you watch any, like, the, like, Trailer Park Boys go to America and, like, all those? Yeah, I don't know. I got, like, partway through them and I was like, eh, yeah. I don't really, I don't really give a shit about those. You know, it's one of those things I'm like. Half the original people are gone. Like yeah. maybe, maybe just stop doing the TV show. It's not as funny. Like yeah, they try to do like a cartoon too, where like Leahy was in it still, and it was just like all like old audio or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I watched like a half of an episode of that, and I wasn't down with it. It was too. It was like too cartoony. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they went like full tilt with the. They didn't make it a cartoon and like make it semi-realistic they yeah. went like full looney tune status with it there's like a bunch of wacky shit that happens in it yeah i feel that i wasn't into it i don't know and again i don't like anything so <laughs> <laughs> uh i just want to jump into like the delocated voice right there but you do like <laughs> dude we, we spent so many nights just like working the bar just talking about delocated and just making that shitty voice like, <laughs> like oh, yeah. that's that was, i'd say that was 50 percent of the job i was oh, just yeah. imitating the delocated uh, yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite tv show of all time oh like, yeah yeah there's only i think there's like 30 episodes some bullshit like that so i didn't do very much uh <clears throat> very many of them yeah, you pretty much like told me about it one shift, and because we were just always drunk, I think I probably asked you like five times, like what that show was called. <laughs> and like, I probably watched like the first episode like seven times and forgot, but it was, <laughs> it was just that show cracks me up. I, um, well, that's like that's like the show I most want them to bring back. Like, it's just yeah. the best part about the show is like every episode he has a new stupid job, <laughs> even though he's like. <laughs> getting hunted down by the Russians and like he just like has a but he's on a reality show anyway so I don't know it's great uh, it's the <laughs> smash room or like when he wants to be dog mayor <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite part is when he just talks about sick breeds uh, oh yeah yeah he's obsessed with abbreviating everything it's fucking awesome oh yeah. <laughs> uh, no so art uh <laughs> What else? What else about art? I don't know. Steve, hit him with a question. <laughs> I know you worked at Firehouse Thirteen. Did you work at any other venues in the uh, Rhode Island area? Um, I've on and off worked at like venues around here for probably like nine years now. So yeah, I worked at like Fet for a little bit back in like God, I want to say like eight years ago, maybe maybe more, probably like eight years ago. Um, Fuck that! I think we can all say that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say I would never do anything for them anymore because that place can suck on my dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking awful. Um, I also worked at another shit venue, which actually turned into Alchemy, but it used to be um, TBD Social Club. Social Club. Yeah. I worked there on and off. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> I'll say that as well. 
um that didn't last long that was old jerkies and like i said now it's alchemy um i've worked for alchemy on and off um helping book shows or helping do stagehand shit a couple of times um i feel like there's something else oh um i used to like dj at dusk fucking years ago probably like seven years ago eight years ago I feel like there's something else and I just can't remember. <laughs> I've, I've also been the doorman at various DIY venues that just uh, muscles children for their money <laughs> when they come in the door. <laughs> Let's talk about FET. Let's, what, what happened at FET? We're going to go, we're going to go on a, a fucking three and a three and a half year old tale right now. Hell that, yes, I we are. Yeah. I don't want to do a separate podcast on fucking fat right now. <laughs> oh yeah. The fat cast. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. How about your, uh, your favorite artists? I don't, that's like a tough one. Cause I don't really, I never seem to have like a favorite of anything. Cause like I'll be into something for like a, a while and then get super fucking bored of it. And then, Something will be like my favorite thing for like three months, and then I'll just forget <laughs> forget that it exists. <laughs> and I'm like, well, just like stuff you into the archives of just you know endless amount of bullshit in my room. You know, so it's like <laughs> it's like anytime I buy like a new item or like learn about something new, it just pushes old information out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm just gonna go with bands. I'm not. I'm not gonna say these are like my three all favorite bands but like they're they're up there if i had to name if i had to like be put on the spot i'd say uh blue oyster cult's one of my favorite bands of all time which i think throws a few people off but i don't i don't know that band just is consistently fucking sick except for their new album is like a like a motorcycle dad rock album but that's it's not sick <laughs> um, <laughs> That's very specific. Uh, yeah, it's that's what it, if you look up the music video, you're gonna be like, "Wow, this sucks." Um, uh, Converge is one of my favorite bands, probably of all time, and um, fucking, I'd say, and Albatross is one of my favorite bands of all time as well. Who just put out a new EP like uh, two months ago, I want to say, for the first time in like a decade. So you should go listen to that. <laughs> Side note, his favorite song is The Boys Are Back in Town. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to go the obvious route and put Thin Lizzy in there. And then, yeah. <laughs> Thin Lizzy is one of my favorite bands of all time. Not That song is not one of my favorite songs of all time. I just think it's funny to troll people with that song <laughs> over yeah. and over again. <laughs> Pretty much Marcy would just go to a bar and just play that about 32 times in a row on the jukebox. Yeah. I, I like putting it on and then like putting on another, a different song and then putting it back on and then a different song. <laughs> and then back. Yeah, you pump like ten, you know, you pump like ten quarters in and then like you know six of them are, are thin Lizzy. <laughs> <laughs> What's that crazy question you were doing, Steve, with the bands? Okay, that would hit right. me. That that's a hard. I, one. I know. I know you book shows, so you have to give me the five bands that you want to book for your own like favorite all time show you're going to put together. Five was it five before? That sounds five rough. I'm going five. We're going bigger this time. Five, five, huh? Okay. Um, 
And that can just it can be any band, defunct or or not. Yeah, dead, right. alive, right. humanist, alive, dead, probably, not real. Whatever. Throw, okay, I probably throw Gizm from Japan on there. Um, who else? Let's see. I'd put Spaz from California on there. And you know what? I would do Spaz with Cool Keith because Cool Keith, the, the rapper, um, has worked with Gus Spaz on the Dr. Octagon album and on the Spaz album, La Revancha. So I'll put him on there too, just because then I get to see him play together. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn, what's four and five? It's a tough one. I did Dangers in mine. Um, yeah. I would just do all bands I haven't seen before, and Fair. I've yeah. seen Dangers. Yeah. You know, I'll throw a band on there that I have seen, though. I'll throw Graf Orlock. Yeah. I'll throw them on there. Um, who, if you don't know about that band, is a uh, Brian Core band about time traveling and committing crimes. So that's what the entire band is about. <laughs> With like the coolest vinyl ever. That that like what that release like opens up or something. It's like a whole like newspaper clipping or some. Yeah, there's they all look uh they all have like way different features like they're they're definitely famous for super like hyper elaborate packaging. So like one of them's called uh I think it's the second to newest one, it's called Crime Traveler and it's got a giant like 16-page newspaper of just all fake articles about this guy ruining time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. I'm like they wrote like a full ass newspaper for this thing and that's that's the LP cover. And then there's one that's like takes place in the future and it's a 10 inch and like if you open the 10 inch it's um you know the movie aliens where the fucking thing pops out of the yeah chest burst it's that like so you open it it's like a guy holding on to his shirt and then you like open the 10 inch and it's like him lifting the shirt up and that thing exploding out of his chest that's insane so yeah <laughs> that's... um so then what i gotta pick a fifth one right let's see mm-hmm. um fifth one the entire lineup of that um, that Tommy Wright Ten Wanted Men album. <laughs> yeah, you booked Tommy Wright too. Yeah, I booked him. I booked him uh, when he came to Providence a couple yeah. of years ago. But that specific lineup, I would that'd be fucking awesome to see because that album is great. He actually he barely even raps on that. Uh, one of the people that does rap on it, uh, Princess Loco, she just died like uh, two months ago. I want to say Either two or three months ago. So. You know, like I said, I'm just I'm resurrecting dead uh, musicians to play this. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. That's uh, like um, the bug. He's like uh, I don't know if you've listened to the bug. He's like a heavy electronic artist, but he did a show like on Johnny Ramone's grave. Thought that was pretty pretty badass. And also like, how do you get away with that? You know. <laughs> Yeah, what do you do? Just set up a soundboard on his grave? I don't understand. I have like, no idea. I, Mark, uh, some kid we used to work with too, uh, he told me about it. He's super into the bug. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe it's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fucking Alex Jones on your podcast right now and give That's, us fake information. Absolutely. And you can do an episode on all the fake bullshit that I just kind of throw out there. Absolutely. Yeah. You heard it here, kids. Listen to people fake. Yeah, you can have Flat Earth Society do. We'll do the theme song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm telling you, I'm with the lizard people thing, though. I yeah. don't know if you guys have done an episode You're on the lizard yet. people thing. You believe the lizard people thing? I, you know, you know what it is. Every time I take shrooms, I like, <laughs> I instantly like feel like I'm just attracted to the heat, 
and I feel like a lizard. <laughs> I just there's like a part of me. It doesn't mean you're a part lizard. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I'm feeling like maybe we come from somewhere of the dragon descent. That's that's. He's like, I start, he's like I start eating flies. He's like I start. <laughs> I start pooping wherever I want. <laughs> oh, dog! That's every day. <laughs> yeah, you're already doing that. Yeah. All right. Well, the, the story checks out. You're a reptilian. That's it. I'm a reptilian. Yeah. So, Marcy, I want to thank you for coming on today. Uh, this again has been Josh Marcy, um, <laughs> the all doer of music doer. The um, I don't. I got nothing. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> check them out. Where <laughs> where can we check out more about Josh Marcy's uh, projects? Uh, the podcast is probably the best place right now because we've been doing. We've been averaging an episode every like one to two weeks. So uh, just go to. Um, we're on YouTube mainly, so just look up Absurd Report Podcasts on YouTube and uh, click subscribe if you can. And then um, we're on Bandcamp too. I usually just throw it on Bandcamp. I'm just the off chance that somebody's not going to fucking use YouTube, but that's the main spot. If you want to hear it and not have it fucking pause and sound like dog crap or whatever. So, <laughs> and then other than that, follow the, the, the label site on Facebook is probably the best place to get info about what's going on with me and me and my shenanigans, you know, <laughs> uh, shenanigans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of mad we didn't do like one Simpsons thing this whole episode either. There's like yeah, that's that's unusual for me. Usually that just yeah. happens on accident. Yeah, I just wow. did like that shenanigans and like the Smithers kind of voice, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we missed something that's here. Unintentional. So yeah, yeah. Shit. Well, awesome. Uh, thanks again. Uh, this has been Musicians and Makers, uh, and you can check us out all over the internet: Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we're on Spotify, um, and yeah, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Thanks again, guys. 